0: y'all hear that let's turn up we haven't turned up in a few weeks but we back time out with T.O. I got my man Roy Wood Jr. in the building Alonzo Bowden Rob Sestanino none other than myself T.O. and we have a very very special guest in the building Needs no introduction. I know y'all hear him on Twitter. I've been tweeting him out. Sugar Ray Leonard is in the building. Yeah, if I had ooh, if I listen to this man, I'd be ready to knock somebody out right now. Let's do it. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. It's All an right. off-season podcast here, but we're here. It's it's early March. We're in headed towards NFL free agency. we got the NFL Combine coming up, but felt like a good time to talk about two athletes that are here together uh, for the first time. Have you guys met before, Sugar Ray and T.O.? Yes, yeah, we've yes. met
2: in passing. In
1: passing, yeah. yes.
3: yes.
4: Well, like it's some like ESPN function or something like that. No, no, it was. I
0: think it was uh,
3: one of them parties we're not invited to, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Them,
0: no, 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 the athlete have, party. <laughs> I, it was, have you uh, been to um, Muhammad Ali's event that they have out here? Sometimes I think we've met before. We right. passed, yeah. But you know, Alonzo, you ever been so invited to the
4: Muhammad Ali event?
3: No, nah. have you been to nah, the nah, Mah- I <laughs> Rob, you ever been invited to the Muhammad Ali event? No, no. I haven't been invited the guys to any
2: from events hi- from his. Look, from here on out you guys will receive invitations oh alright I don't know to what but
3: <laughs> 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 yeah so disrespectful
4: alright <laughs> it's, it's, it's
3: right.
2: just
4: having fun but a pleasure man a pleasure to be in your presence champ that's, it, re- it
3: really it really is man. so who's gonna start it off T.O. it's your show oh well Far- sh-
0: I you mean you know obviously this guy right here I mean he's a legend you know at, at some point I may reach that status but I'm not at that status yet. But, you know, obviously with somebody of, of your, your caliber and you look at boxing now, has it changed a lot? And do you think that MMA is tarnishing what boxing started?
2: I've heard that before, that MMA, uh, UFC, has tarnished the sport of boxing. Uh, those are two different sports. Uh, they can coexist. Um, I just feel that boxing today doesn't have as many, you know, uh, uh, fighters or champions in one division or more than one division like they used to, back in the day of right. in the 80s and the 70s and 60s and, and, and all, all the way back. They don't have as many stars like, like Floyd Mayweather.
0: Right. So you, you're talking about like the different weight classes um, in particular. Um, when you're talking about the stars that that aren't really present right now, because I mean, again, you, right now, Rich, who's only really notable now is everybody hears about
2: Floyd Mayweather. Correct. That's my point. I'm tr- like back in my in my time back in the '80s. You know, you had Hagler, you had Hearns, Duran, mm-hmm. Benita. I mean, the list goes on. It was an right. abundance of talent. And guys, right. even if you were not a boxing fan per se, you knew or you've heard the name. Of one of these fighters Whether it's Larry Holmes Or Joe Frazier You've, cannot, you've heard the names Of these fighters Right So w-
0: With that being said how, how do we get You know More guys involved And how do we get To, to bring boxing back to, to you know Revolutionize the sport Back to where It was And it began Because again You know Floyd I mean He probably says He only has probably Like another year or so left If that uh, And he's done Um, other than that there's really nobody out there that you know is there a budding star that we don't know about
2: Um, you know the the viewers out there don't know about I'm sure there's there's so many um, unclaimed champions fighters that could prove to be of you know championship material unfortunately the deterioration of the amateur program I think that's our feeder system in other words you, you find that there's very few Olympic fighters and gold medalists. Um, the amateur program, the Golden Gloves, was huge. Um, and also, when I was fighting, I was on network. I was on Wild World of Sports. I was on free net, free television. That, right. too, is a factor. Right. You guys are free to chime in. I, I
0: know we're yeah, probably. Well, well, I'd like so. to know, T.O., have you ever boxed? No, I've never boxed. But I think uh, a lot of guys that. that I guess are trying to now like take their t- take their their sport or their conditioning to another level. They use boxing, you know, as a means of conditioning because you know this is you, you play three minutes. You know, this is probably like the best three minutes, in the shortest three minutes, and probably <laughs> feels like the longest three minutes of your life if you're not conditioned well. So I know a lot of guys have 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 adopted this this style of of of, of conditioning and and putting in and putting in putting in that type of work to try to take their game and elevate their game to another level. But, you know, for me, I'm handsome. I'm going to stay this way. I don't want to do all of that. <laughs> you, you just know? don't want to get punched in the face. I'm not yeah. about to get punched in my face. Dude. My face is – I can't see my, my face swollen like that on a daily basis. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, this is something that you really have to be passionate about. And you, you, you think about this guy right here and, and all the guys that have fought. These guys, this is what they do. This is a, their passion. So you, they have to put on a lot of work, you know, in order to, to get to the, lo- to the level that these guys, guys have gotten.
4: How much of a hand do you have creatively in the development of the biopic that they're in the process of making on you? I know they cast Usher Raymond to play you but you, know, you look at families like Richard Pryor and Jimi Hendrix and even Martin Luther King where they're trying to do biopics on these gentlemen and the families are all haggling about the script and we don't like the way you <clears throat> like you're portraying them. And are they giving you any leeway in
2: that? Well, un- unfortunately, that that's Duran's movie. That's not my movie, mm-hmm. per se. Uh, although Usher's playing me. Yes, sir. And by the way, he's, d- he's done an incredible job. I'm so impressed with him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he put in the work. He really put in the work. Uh, getting back to the question of me having any say, not with his movie, but at
4: some point. Well, I mean, with the with the character. Like, look no. at Usher. I'm sure Usher no. came to you and said, you know, hey, how did you do this? How did you go about this? Right?
2: Yes. I mean, as a friend. And, um, you know, I gave him a few pointers here and there. And... Um, then when I saw he had better abs than me, I, I kind of stopped.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Listen, call the producer. Tell Usher to put no. on 20 pounds.
0: <laughs> I said, like, what are you doing? You're <laughs> making him look bad. Yeah,
3: I wanna, bad.
2: But look good,
3: though. <laughs> there, there's right, two exactly. things. One, I want to comment. When you named all the famous fighters from the 80s, and, the, and those were great days, it's funny, you beat them all. That, that's a great thing. Like you named Duran, Benitez, Hearns. Like, yeah, you, you didn't mention, oh yeah, I beat them all. No, I know what but, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I really have to ask you about the no mas moment. Like that was, there'd never been anything in boxing like that, right? Where, where a guy just, no mas, like I give up, I can't. How did it feel for you to beat, beat Duran that bad? That was, uh, it was, it was amazing.
2: I can go back. I mean, I can see the picture vividly in my head uh, because that fight was a def- one of the my, one of my defining moments in boxing. Duran had beat me the first time in in Montreal, 1980, June of 1980, and the rematch took place in less than what five six months. To have beaten him, also because Ray Charles, my namesake, my name is Ray Charles, saying "America the Beautiful," I was so pumped I could have beat Tyson that particular night. But what I was able to do to Duran or with Duran, um, uh, the psychological warfare, the the stick my chin out, bolo punch, and all those other things you do with your kids, it had such a toll on him that he was so frustrated because it was night and day from what took place the first fight, and in the second fight, he could barely hit me. Um could you see it in his eyes? I what? saw frustration. I, I saw I saw a man. Duran was Duran was one of the most intimidating fighting fighters uh, besides Mike Tyson. I mean, people were, f- people were afraid of him. I mean, yeah. this guy look, look, looks like uh, Charles <laughs> Manson. Yeah. He, no, he was deadly, and I hated that SOB, but I like him now. He's my friend. But um, back then, Duran was intimidating, but he also could back it up. I mean, they call him Manos de Piedras, hands of stone. That man has h- hands of stone for
3: sure. You, and. Go ahead. Oh, the, the other question I have, and getting back to what T.O. is talking about boxing today, how do you feel about they seem to almost make up weight classes to have another champion, you know what I mean? Like It used to be like there was a flyweight, a lightweight, a middleweight, you know, welterweight. Now there's like the light fly middleweight champion, like he beat two people who weighed 147.3 pounds, and then he got to 147.5. Oh, that's a new division. Like, how, how do you feel about that. Is, is that what it is? It's just hype, just creating uh, divisions and champions?
2: No, they're, they're, I don't believe the weight is the main issue or the main culprit. I, I feel that there's too many self-governing bodies, you know? There was WBA and w, WBC, but now there's WBA, WBC, IBU, UBME. I mean, all these, <laughs> <laughs> all, all these... All these... All these... All uh, these organizations, it's just too many. I think it dilutes what a champion is unless they unify it. Would that be
4: basically the equivalent of having like three or four different Super Bowl like if there were two or three national football
3: leagues like the NFL, the AFL. Right, like if the the XFL XFL had caught on and then you had the Canadian Football League and they all just And they all claiming we the world champion.
2: Yes, that's exactly what would be the case.
0: I'm going to go back to where you said you were fighting Duran and and, and he beat you the first time. Um, You know, for me being an athlete, and obviously you get beat one time and you got to go back and you got it's it's like playing a playing a football game you, the first half you go in and you're not playing so well you go in halftime you make some halftime adjustments that's not the case in boxing so he beat you the first time what did you see or what didn't what didn't you do the first time that you did the second time
2: i i use my my skills i i use my hand speed i use my foot speed um i did everything I did everything necessary to beat the guy, and that's Uh, what you didn't do the first. Because, deal, he he Duran beat me. uh,
0: Did he? Did he psychological
2: warfare? I mean, that's what I did. He
0: mentally beat you before the fight began.
2: Yes, yes, he did, and I admit that. I mean, I didn't want to admit that the first time I thought about it, but uh, yeah, I admit he beat me mentally. Uh, He got inside my head. I hated him so much that he took me out of my game plan, and once you do that in boxing, it. You, you know it's pretty much downhill also most fighters won't admit this especially when they're you know as long as they're active now but I've been out of boxing for over 40 some years in the dress room I know if I'm going to win or lose by looking into the mirror if I see Sugar Ray Leonard I'm done you know I'm a, it's over but when I see Ray Leonard the civilian it's going to be a long night and I <laughs> and I no I'm not being facetious I know which fighter is going to go out into that ring by looking into the mirror before I go out to the uh, ring? It's scary. And it, there's
4: nothing that you can do from that do. point on nope. to change that fate. It's
2: a, it's I think that's what we call bower rhythms. It's just that day that you don't feel like going to work. It's that day you don't feel like playing golf, whatever. But this is serious, man, because walking to the wards of the ring, you know, people say, hey, champ, hey, champ, champ. I'm saying you just don't know. I mean, give me two more days. <laughs> give me two more days and I can do this. Right. But that particular time, that particular moment, I was not I was I was not up to par, if you will.
0: Go ahead. And, and he said it, earlier he said when he beat him the second time, he said he was and I felt that when he when he said that he said it, he was so in tune and obviously he saw Sugar the, the civil, Ray Leonard the civilian going into that ring he said he could have beaten Tyson did you, yeah. did, you did you do you understand what I'm saying mm-hmm. right yeah. now did you understand dude that that those words alone he said he said he could have beaten Tyson
3: well my question is on on the physical skills because you talk about the psychological have you had you ever or did you ever encounter anyone whose hands were as fast as yours do you ever like get in a ring with somebody and be like, "Wow, this guy's better than I thought"? Or, or uh, no, <laughs> I didn't think so. No, I mean you were but known you, for that. You, your you hand know, was like no so one surprised fast. you in the ring.
2: But you know who was was super super fast? Floyd Mayweather's father. I fought uh, Floyd's father back in 1978. I believe yes, it was 78. Extremely fast. He but he had no power, unlike Floyd. Floyd has power. Mm. So yeah, that's that's just like, uh, my, my,
0: I'm messing up. That's just like being a receiver, and uh, like me and Chad, me and Chad are, are both receivers, and and Chad swears down that he's uh, that he's faster than me. And I tell Fathom, I tell I tell Chad all the time, and he he won't come to grips with this. I'm like Chad, you're more quick than fast. And so I get what you're saying. Like some guys, yeah, they, they can be quick. They can be – Short burst you know, for a
4: couple yards.
0: Right, yeah. You can be, you know, elusive. But if you don't – you can have all that quickness and not really – you can jab and make contact. But if you're not creating and causing any damage as the rounds go along, it's just like you're just kind of just sparring for that person.
2: Yeah. I'm looking at your – I'm sorry. I, but I'm looking at your hands. Looks like gloves. Some <laughs> 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 like big I, ass hands. Some hands. look at
0: that. Oh, we're going to get a picture <laughs> of that for yeah. Make yeah. sure we get a picture
4: of that. Oh, yeah. yeah. How many street fights have you ever been in? Just legitimate, non sanctioned WBO, Just you and some dude on the street who just wanted all part to you from just from childhood until when total, you retired. I
2: remember total three. Three, three max. What's your street record? What, yeah. <laughs> Um, What's your
1: record? Okay, What's okay, your three
0: okay. three and o in them streets? Cause somebody you you gotta call it correct. Cause somebody if they still alive, in the streets claiming, no no.
3: Oh, there's a there's a guy. lot of people lying about oh, it. Lying. <laughs> <laughs> I but saw I, shit
2: in the rain. I, beat, I beat this guy. I hit this guy. Big guy. He was a big guy. I remember hitting him in the uh, locker room, and dropped him. Uh, another guy, I hit him to the chin. He dropped. And the other guy, I hit him in the Below the belt, one hit a quit is? This is. dude don't well, play around. He <laughs> you but said I, un- now were you yeah.
3: were you boxing?
2: <laughs> no, you uh, weren't. Un- were you
3: boxing by then, or this is before you, only, or you were like amateur?
2: Un- only one fight um, that I was an amateur boxer at the time. Yeah, yes, but the other two were just. You know I saw Superman you know Superman, and I'm just trying to be Batman or <laughs> yeah, right. so
3: i would, I would think like once you started boxing, like anybody would know like, okay, don't start a fight with him, you know what i mean like it's like you t o it's like all right I'm not going to race t o to the corner right, you know, just because you develop a reputation right when you're i mean as a world class athlete true.
2: that is true i i got and after i began started boxing I, I wasn't in any any fights. No fights at all. In fact, it didn't make sense because it meant nothing. So, it's, yeah. It meant nothing to me. How How did you know you
0: wanted to be a boxer or did it start at an early age, family roots? What made you realize that I want to go into boxing and become a boxer?
2: I, I didn't want to. I, I, was, I was an introvert kid, quiet, shy, scared of my own shadow. Like me. I was, I mean, really... You were not, an
0: introvert? I am still an introvert. It shows. You may, not, it shows. You, may
2: not, you may not get it, but I am. And I'm a quiet guy, pretty much. But I, I you know I, I love people, so i socialize, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. But um, you know, my, my brother Roger took me down to the gym one day. I was like 14 years old. I put the gloves on, and that I just felt a connection. You know, it was like I found boxing, boxing found me, we found each other. And I was so disciplined at the tender age of 14. I ran further than everybody. I, I worked out harder than everybody. I just wanted to be somebody, and it was through boxing that was that platform that elevated me to where I am today. You know, it's it's I'm a blessed man. I mean, to be in a sport uh, like boxing and to have been involved uh, for 40 some years and to have. to to be able to gain not just the titles and all that kind of stuff but respect and that's what i tell kids all the time it's it's the respect that carries you for the rest of your life
4: now you have a lot of different boxers have had a lot of different trajectories post you know during retirement like you know pernell whitaker's having money problems he took his mama's house from him i don't know if y'all heard about that Bought his mom a house and just yeah, I need that money,
3: man. I need you to uh,
4: <laughs> get on up out the house. Evicted his mom. Antonio Tarver is uh, locked up. Probably uh, was it a quarter of a million dollar gambling debt right now uh, that's owed on him in Las Vegas. How were you able to avoid those pitfalls that befall a lot of athletes? Like, did you, who who was around you to like keep you responsible with money and keep you out of trouble? And
2: again, <clears throat> getting back to what I was saying, was less <clears throat> the fact that I had surround myself with good people with with, with morals with ethics you know um, but we all think
0: that we are surrounded and and I'm sh- chiming in because I'm I'm I'm, fami- I'm familiar with this topic because we all have friends around us and for me I felt like that I've had good people around me that had good morals good ethics and again it didn't turn out that way um, so it's a it's it's something that's that's relevant that's prevalent you know in all sports um and that's a great question that you brought up is you know i guess for an athlete there has to be some sense of discernment and again there's there's a a give and take as far as your trust that threshold of trust of people that you have around you because not everybody you know is there for the right reason and and again, they can manipulate situations and you can think those people are there for you. And in the long run, they're, you know, they have their own agendas.
2: That's true. That's true to you. I mean, in fact, I've, you know, I've experienced that, but that took place after I left the sport of boxing. I, and again, I, I was just, I just was able to have good people around me. And the fact that I wanted to know certain things, whether it was about, you know, uh, I never asked, but I never asked how much money I'm making for a fight. Never asked, it, except my Last fight when I was 40 years old. It's uh, a Camacho. I, I don't. Hmm. Uh, is it Camacho. I don't think it was Camacho.
3: I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> he just sent someone to collect the money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was the civilian. Oh, no. All right. On on that same topic of uh, I don't know, vaguely criminal. Who you trust? This or that? You survived the Don King era of boxing. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Don King through the 80s was like, boxers were getting robbed blind and, and he had these crazy promotion deals. I mean, I don't know how much of it is real and how much is what we, the fans, were reading. But how did you avoid all of that? Um,
2: because I promoted myself. I, I With my uh, attorney and friend, business partner, Mike Traynor, he said, Ray, you know, you can do this on your own or you can, we can go to a promoter and they can handle your career. He said, how much do you believe in yourself? I said, I, I want to do this on my own. I, I will become, I didn't say champ, I said I will become special, something like that. And um, my first professional fight, um, 24 people, 25 people loaned me $1,000 to get started. And I made enough money for my first professional fight to pay them all back, plus their interest, and become a free agent. So nineteen seventy-seven I became a free agent. Wow. And I did things on my
3: own. And that that was after the Olympics. I mean, you you talk about the Olympics, yes. You talk about um, boxing and, and the good people around you and, and et cetera. But you were truly you were one of the ambassadors for boxing. I mean, like in other words, if if say Roberto Duran had been in that position, like the world wouldn't fall in love with Roberto Duran, right? I mean, you had everything, that the looks, the skill, the personality, the celebrity. You were great for boxing. Boxing may have been great for you, but you were also great for boxing, right? Because you were always the good guy. You were you were never the, the thug or the bad guy or the one that mm-hmm. they hated in the promotion leading up to the fight. You were always the good guy, right? I mean... Th- right, well,
2: the jury curl was real. I
3: mean, that was... <laughs> 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 the my real hair. Did you have a... a- Lonzo, did you ever have? No, man. Jerry I grew up I grew up in New York. In the East Coast the, the curl yeah, never yeah. caught on. In New York it was always that,
2: it never went that way. Huh? Yeah. No, it's
3: that, too that, cold that was for a western the western thing. Up there. wasn't There was a few, but no, man. <laughs> I I never went Jerry curl juice.
2: I always left my mark, man.
3: <laughs> so you just never
4: had an entourage, you just oh, never nope. had hang yeah, on. Yeah.
2: Oh, come on. Back up. Back up. <laughs> we that tape. No, I when I fought Duran back in 80, I my entourage was close to 40 people. Whoa. I paid people. <laughs> no, because my brother said, like, hey, Rick, can, we, can I bring my friend? Can I bring my friend? Can I bring my friend? Bring my friend. I mean, 40 people, and you pay them per damn. Um, I had people carry the water, the bucket for the water, and then they carry the water for the bucket. I mean, it's, I. I spent a lot of money. I won't say exactly how much, but I spent a lot of money. Even at $100
3: a head, that's still $4,000 a fight, that's just... How do you get that job, how, man? Carrying water for the bucket. I could have done that. Yeah. It's, so my how way did you school. fire these people? This is, <laughs> this is interesting. Like,
4: how did the entourage go from 40 to 20 to 11?
2: Yeah, well, because when I lost that fight, I am by myself. Because the worst time for a fighter is when he loses Especially when it's, when it's physical, that physical. I mean, that was a brutal fight with Duran for 15 rounds. And I'm sitting by myself. Now, all of a sudden, now, everyone's gone. No one can say, Ray, I thought you won the fight or blah, blah, blah. I'm sitting there by myself, bruised, contusions. I mean, I'm beat up, man, really beat up severely. And I'm saying, so, you know, do we continue? Because I, I, I contemplated retirement for, after that fight. Because mm-hmm. I was too brutal, brutalized. And I thought about the people that were around in my camp. And I'm saying, all these people, you know what? They all have different agendas, you know, hidden agendas and what have you. So I I cut it, three quarters of it.
4: Wow, after one fight.
2: After one fight. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, just. But then again, because you're making all this money, you're having fame and all this kind of stuff, you want others to enjoy with you. I thought. I thought. But as, as we get mature and, 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 and more understandable that, no, 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 you can't keep this up for a successful business venture.
1: Was it because you were angry or was it because you felt like you, to get back to where you needed to be, you needed to be focused and streamlined?
2: Both. All that. All, all of the above. I was angry and I, I said, you know what? You guys, you guys didn't help me. And you guys did I mean, it was more so, can we borrow the car? To go to a club and I mean these guys were hanging those those guys were partying yeah every, every single night.
0: Yeah that's that's kinda yeah. how it is. I've never I, had forty you know.
3: How many did you have?
0: Like I said I, y'all think I'm joking. I'm an introvert. I don't I really travel pretty light. I mean I've had no more than probably like two, three
4: So at any given time in your limo no more than like four or
3: five people? Mm, I would say yeah, you see that number. You see him working on that number, right? I would, I would say, just a, I mean, no more than
0: like ten. Like, but I, I wouldn't consider that an entourage. We may all pooled in the limo, with the ghost. of yeah, it was were just carpool. Yeah. It was right. just carpool, right. saving money mean, right, on but, gas. Right, mm-hmm. but uh, of like my entourage, like people that I kind of like took care of, you know what I'm saying?
1: I would say no more than five people ever. See, but it wasn't the right ever. five. You need to get like me and Alonzo and Roy. And it will be the nuance. I'm not like carrying
4: his bucket water. Yo,
1: you, I'll carry the bucket. You carry the water no. for the bucket. No.
4: No? I don't do that. Do no, uh, you want a to- box? No. I, you know what? I go to the Y in Burbank, and I take a boxing class
3: with like a bunch of soccer moms. Excuse me, Roy. Roy, don't ever say to one of the greatest fighters of all time. that you go to the Y in Burbank. Just say you just, don't box. You just you don't That's tell a question. When Sugar Ray asks, do you box, Listen. your answer is no. No no. no. So, <laughs> I, I go to the Y in Burbank. Man, you see know, you, you see how to I be knocking no. out housewives. No, no baseball, you don't box. I, Roy. Baseball I love is you. the
4: only thing I've ever played organized <laughs> with a uniform. Well, and, I love you too, but
2: when you say why, I say you know, did you box? You should just cut it right
3: there. Yeah. <laughs> so y'all gonna laugh at me I, while yeah, right here? Man, yeah, I love you, this, bro. This is listen, comedy. Listen, man, I I played football, but I'm not gonna talk to T.L. about. Did I look him in the eye and when say, I,
4: "Yeah, well, you know, I got three belts. I was the said, Burbank Intercontinental you, you, you Welterweight boxed, Double Flyweight <laughs> Champion." I didn't you, say you that. box. You might
0: need three belts. <laughs> box with right. a
4: couple of mothers of three, and I get winded, and I leave after 15 minutes and eat Doritos. That's hey, what I said.
0: <laughs> hey, so do you do uh, any promoting? Um, of boxing or do, you, or do you feel like you may get in that arena
2: no I, I, I was in that arena for a number of years uh, but unfortunately I had the wrong guy with me who was just not the perfect fit I, I think at that time I was dealing with my own demons uh, so I didn't see what, what was said about this guy um, but you know you live and you learn that's all that matters. You know what? The key to life, because I do motivational speaking, right? and the key to life is when you get knocked down, you get back up, and then you become better. You become a better fighter, a better person. Mm. And throughout my life, I've been knocked down a couple of times. And, and being able to get back up and then walk the walk and then help others, for me, that's where my life is now. You know? I'm... This is like this is like the twelve the twelve extra rounds of my life, life. and my career gotcha. you know the things that i I, I look forward to uh are doing you know I have a number of projects on the table um one is i i i stopped wanting to be a talent not just a talent but i wanted to be a producer now because mm-hmm. i started a, a film t v film- produ- production and i'm i'm just uh, finished doing a pilot uh of uh my show called The Champ's Corner, where I analyze and break down fights, like you guys do with, with, with football and, and basketball. want we'll to do the same thing with boxing. And uh, I'm very excited about this particular project.
3: On that topic, uh, are there any young boxers, or should I say, who are the young boxers who've just walked up to you and said, how do I do this? You know, how do I get to where you, because you, you were the champ. You made it to the top. Do they, do they come to you and ask how they do that? How I'm to
2: get there? Tr- I try. Yeah, they do, Alonzo. I, I try not to inundate them. I try not to over overbearing them with too much stuff because too much is too. They don't absorb it. I just say, you know, you just have to do a little bit more than the other guy. That much more, and that speaks volume because that's what I did. I worked hard, and you have to believe in yourself because it's all about spirit. It's all about uh, uh, talent, but it's also your heart. And you heart.
0: say, when you say do a little bit more than that other guy, sometimes you don't really know what that other guy is doing. So me, me generally speaking, when, just like Jerry Rice, I used Jerry Rice. I didn't really know who Jerry Rice was when I grew up. So when I went to college, I, didn't, I never really thought I was going to play football. So then I started watching TV. I saw some highlights, and I saw Jerry, and then I ended up getting drafted. And then I actually saw Jerry. Wright. We was on the same team. I saw him go to practice every day. You know what I mean? I saw the games. So once I saw what that bar was as far as greatness, I never knew. I had my own work at it, but I never knew what he did. So when you say that person, that guy that walks up to you and is like, how do, I, how do I get to where you are, Sugar Ray? If they're not necessarily, you know, I guess doing their homework or their research as far as what that other person is doing, how do they get to that point because they may feel like what they're doing is enough, but how can they get to where you are because that's what they' that's what they're really asking. How do I become the household name
2: with what <clears throat> with what technology is today? I mean the fact that they can go on YouTube or whatever and see whether it's me uh in the 12th round against Tommy Hearns you know I'd get off that stool I came in him and, and I, I, I dominated the 13, 14, 15 uh, or like with, with Benitez or Durant I mean it's, fa- it's there it's right there in front of them to work harder because there's three rounds in a fight three rounds one minute rest I did five minute rounds and I did 30 seconds rest you do more
0: right and that's that's so telling for me what he just said when he said he got off got off the stool and those later rounds that's Telling me something right there is like, if I'm a boxer and I'm trying to, I'm trying to be like him, I'm going to skip the first early rounds. Like he said, look at his conditioning. What is he doing in those later rounds? If he can somewhat duplicate or better his output than, he's doing this, than he has in those first rounds – that's 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 your measuring stick right there.
3: Next time I go to the Y with Roy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take it easy. And
3: start. I'm going. I'm going four minute round. How many, Roy. How many more times should I go to the Y? <laughs> To be should, on the left. Right.
2: I think s I, I don't think you should stop. <laughs> I think
0: you need to step it up. You're at the, don't you feel bad, Roy? No, but he's at the why he needs to step it up. He needs to go to the boys and girls club. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you need to step it up. Then you can get to the twenty four hour fitness and then you can go to Equinox. <laughs>
3: now I, I I don't know if you're conscious of this because I appreciate what you're saying about the hard work. But it's also you're physically gifted. Like, was there a certain point in you know from the amateur level, from when you were 14 years old to growing up, where you realized like, you know, my hands are faster than anybody I'm fighting because that's something you can't train that. You know, that's something you were born with. Right. And you obviously you made the most of it. But isn't that true that there are certain people that are just gifted? And no matter no matter how much work you do, like their hands weren't going to get as fast as yours, or they weren't going to run as fast as you. Or-
2: right. You can't you can't match uh, the the speed of T.O. You can't match the hand speed of of me. No. But use what you got
0: Tech, to yeah. advantage. Yeah. yeah. Some guys, yeah, yeah they're like yeah, I'm sure fighters that saw you, they knew going into the ring, like, my hands are not fast as his. You know what I mean? My feet may not be as quick as his. But then that's where they have to do their homework, and they have to study, and they have to counter attack with his speed. You know what I mean? Then they have to use, you know, a lot of technique, you know, to try to counter what he's doing. So it's it's, it's remarkable what he's done throughout his career. It's remarkable, you know, for just the standard and just, I mean – for which, you know, guys are still looking up to this guy and, and other guys that have followed him to, as a measuring stick to, to be in the ring and, and become a household name. It's, 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 it's fascinating.
2: What you just said it speaks volume because it's all about fundamentals. It's all, these young boxers today are not learning the basic fundamentals you got to teach these kids how to block, you know, how how to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. You got to show these kids about body shots. I mean, these things that are so simple yet are not shown, are not taught.
0: Right. Exactly.
4: Uh, next month, mu- uh, I think later on this spring in May, you have a big fighters, big cause charity boxing night for the Sugar Ray Leonard Foundation.
0: How did you what?
3: Of which you may get, you guys are going to get invites. I was going to ask, are we going to get invited (laughs) to that? I'm I'm going to bring a bucket.
2: Just make sure. (laughs) That's cool. But just make sure I get your address, okay? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. How did you
4: get, what inspired you to start that foundation and focus specifically on childhood diabetes? Why was that important to you?
2: I I don't know why specifically uh, juvenile juvenile diabetes research was that uh, charity. Um, Because when I, God, back in the 70s, man, when I first turned professional, um, I would go to elementary schools, high schools, and what have you, and talk to the kids about, you know, life and being a better person, what have you, and I would go to hospitals and see those young kids at, at bedside and what have you, and it was the kids that were uh, obese and um, diabetic, mm-hmm. and um you it know, just struck a
4: nerve for you. It just
2: struck a nerve for me, yes. And I've been doing it now, for, it'll be five years now. And uh, I have my partner, uh, B. Riley & Company, uh, who's a, a, just, a, just a major, major supporter of mine. And uh, we have fun. We just sh- have a few rounds of boxing with uh, Michael King, uh, my dear friend who uh, supplies the fighters. And uh, we raise awareness and raise funds that goes towards research to one day eradicate Ju- juvenile Diabetes What about
4: sparring with T.O. Would you spar with T.O. at this event? That's
2: doable That's really doable I Yeah think <laughs> on, on the spot button. I know <laughs> Yeah I know. show them hands Are you, are you, are you, are you right handed yourself Or are you Left-handed. I'm ambidextrous. Ambidextrous. I hate, I like, hat. He's going to beat your ass. Like yeah, he's going
3: to lose. That means both hands going to lose. That means both hands going to get beat. I
0: can't give him him. I can't give him no tips what I am. <laughs> you know, I'm hey, coming you know, in the ring
2: strategic.
3: I'm going to the Y with be Roy. We're going to be at the Y at 7 o'clock tomorrow morning.
2: If you train at the Y, I'm scared of you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Man, thank you guys. I got to go.
0: All right, hey, we'll take it. In. We'll take it from here. But yeah, appreciate no you. No doubt. Oh, appreciate thank you, you. thank you. you going, Sugar,
3: I have you? an audition. Actually, I'm trying to get a job. Terry Crews is not going to so, be there, is he? No, Terry Crews. <laughs> he already got a job. You just ain't going to let that go, are you, T.O.? What's, what's, the, what's, the, what's the
4: character?
3: It, it's a character called Bumpy. It is for. Uh, you got it. Burnsy. It's Bernsy. I'm sorry, Bernsy. Yeah. It's for Tom Papa's new sitcom. Okay. Nice. So I'm going down there, and since Roy Wood isn't going to be there, I got a decent shot. At getting a job cuz Roy already got a job break a leg break All a right. leg Thank God. you, guys. Right it's an honor to meet you my, sugar ray it was great be-
0: and okay so yeah back 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 to
4: yeah so you two sparring i really think to
0: know we're back to something else. and we ain't sparring <laughs> that ain't happening um are you familiar with uh with the guys in uh MMA um the top some of the top guys in MMA and your boxing guys are you familiar with those if you
2: call their names then I could
0: okay. Now I was just wondering because I was, you know, um, had my live broadcast with Hang with earlier, and they had you know, some people were asking me some questions about MMA and some of the top boxers. And they was like, basically, that's why I was uh, what I was alluding to earlier, you know, about promoting. Right. And they asked me, like if there were two guys in MMA who would who who if you had to set up that match, who would they be?" And then since you don't know MMA, how about boxing? Like some of the top two guys in boxing, if you were promoting. Who would you promote?
2: Well, when you look at Floyd Mayweather.
0: Probably. But everybody seems like everybody's scared of Floyd Mayweather. What's what what's the guy? Um was it Pacquiao De La Hoya? Was, uh, was it, it was De La Pacquiao. Hoya? Pacquiao. Pacquiao. What is, what is really the issue why he won't fight he won't fight Mayweather in your in your opinion?
2: Well, you know, there there was talk about uh substance of
4: uh Yeah, drugs, steroids yeah. and all that, yeah.
2: I don't know how true that is. I mean, I, I have not heard, you know, from a reliable source of right. what the situation is. But that fight was would be a highly, highly anticipated fight. Uh, now, I don't know. It depends on what happens next with uh, Pacquiao. I mean, his next, his next fight. Uh, how impressive and how dominant he is. Uh, it, you know, what it's public demand. That's right. what it is. Yeah. And I and I and I
0: think you know, for for me, I mean. Floyd Mayweather, he's done remarkable, you know, from, from a publicity standpoint, from a marketing standpoint. Um, oh, yes.
2: Yes, without question. The, you know, I, I they, think they say boxing is dead, this and that. If I was you just, about, Floyd, to ask you, yeah, just numbers, about to ask you. The numbers that, that Floyd uh, accumulates and the, the type of income <laughs> he generates, and and not just for himself, but for You know, the city. Do you think
4: the fact that one of the issues that boxing has that MMA doesn't have is that Dana White is able to pretty much sanction matchups? You two will fight. That is your next fight. Shut up. Go fight him. Where boxing, they can kind of dip and dodge each other and they haggle over drug testing before the fight issues and all of that. Do you think that ultimately MMA... Has drawn away Has drawn From boxing's fan base Or is it its own Totally separate fan
2: base I think it's Personally I feel It's just total You know Personal fan base And uh, You know some m- Most people who like The uh, uh, UFC uh, MMA uh, Not necessarily for boxing They'd rather You know See that action And that's cool That's alright They both can Yeah I don't
4: know Personally I still prefer boxing It's just something A lot more strategic about it and there's some personality Like, because it's just if I get him on the ground and threaten to break his arm he'll give up like no nah, that's not that's more street but, brawl but there,
2: but there is uh, technique there is yeah. without question with the uh, uh, UFC in and the MMA, MMA. Yeah. yeah there is technique there is definitely because if We're you don't experience there's technique
0: into getting somebody in a hold, and there's technique into preventing somebody from getting in that hole
4: I saw get a dude break his leg on another man's head I was like that is just not for me I cannot yeah. do that at all.
0: What do you think boxing is, even though gloves hit you in your face? That ain't for me either.
2: <laughs> so, so Roy, and how many fights have you had?
4: Oh, I, I keep it real with you. One loss, one draw well, yeah. in the streets.
2: You don't want that <laughs> rematch?
4: You talking about in the street? Oh, no, hell no. no. He went to the Navy. <laughs> I know he know all kinds of moves now. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mario Brown. You know, know you got your chance when you remember his <laughs> name. Yeah. What? So he Man. beat you? Oh yeah, I got in a fight at a Stop the Violence rally in the seventh grade.
1: <laughs>
2: what? Are
1: you kidding? What, were you in favor of the violence going on?
4: Well, I started talking trash because I figured to stop the violence. It was Black History Month, and so it's like little Black History assembly and swing Well, single. Stop the
1: Violence rally
0: goes wrong. Well,
4: because that's the best. Place, that's the best place to start a fight is a stop the Violence rally because you figure somebody next to you would be like, Nah, bro. Yeah. They're going to stop it. Dr. King wouldn't want us fighting. Everybody around me was like, fight, 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 fight. Are you, and the dude swung on me. You look like you're serious. I mean, your exp- your facial expressions Oh are, no, I, are, 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 are real. Champ, <laughs> I got my ass whooped, sir. <laughs> 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 it's not a joke. I'm 0-1-1. That's when I quit fighting. Okay, I just retired. It makes sense. I retired.
1: One lost one draw. But no you're at F- the Y. Is there a comeback coming?
4: No. They they have me sparring with these little Mexican ladies and stuff and they they got more stamina than me. I've never felt more embarrassed in my life.
2: Where exactly is this uh Burbank? I, I, I don't want to go there. The Burbank Y. The Burbank it's a Y box- has
4: there's a it's an aerobic it's a rope. Aerob- it's cardio oh, using oh. techniques of boxing. So oh, we do the footwork for about 30 minutes and then you do the Punches. It's or, not a,
2: but it's not a boxing gym. Per no, it's it's, it's, no, it's not legitimate. No,
4: they have a
2: section in there it's it, where it
4: it's using fundamentals of boxing. Right. It's yeah. Cardio. Don't call it aerobics because it makes it seem like I'm in tights. I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it does. You're way more disrespectful than I thought you'd be, Mr. Leonard. <laughs> no, no, I have to say that.
2: Roy, I, I, I visualize. I see leotards. In, in <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. don't. I, I don't. It's
0: hard to picture. I I I I want to go back to, you know, you, far as, you know, keeping boxing relevant, and you know I'm all I'm I'm thinking about Floyd Mayweather. He's he's really who's keeping boxing relevant right now, and I know I alluded to it and I asked you about it earlier about if there's any up and coming boxers that that's going to be able to, you know do the same thing, just keep this keep this boxing relevant, because prior to that, you know, you had Bernard Hopkins and you had all these guys, and um, I remember Roy Jones. Right. Um, and my thing is, with Roy, thing, speaking of Roy Jones, it was like, he was hot, all of a sudden then, all of a sudden, he just kind of fell off the map. Like, I don't even know what where the decline started happening. I mean, all I know is just Roy Jones, this and that, I mean, he was the best thing, smoking, and then There was no more Roy. It was like then he was trying to make a comeback, Um, and you talk about hand speed, and I mean in power. I mean I think you know for me I'm not I don't know how to assess boxing, but I I'm just like a fan like everybody else. But when I saw it, he was he was a showman. Um, At the same time, he entertained, um, but he boxed. I mean you know there there were times where I think he went into the ring, and you talk about guys intimidating people. Um, he was one of those guys. W- what is your sort of like your assessment of, of his <coughs> talents? And, and, and like I said, I want to kind of be brought up to speed. I don't know what happened, you know, to, to Roy Jones. He had well, a 50
1: person entourage. That's what yeah. <laughs> happened. Yeah. No, no. It was f- yeah. 49. 49. 49. But
2: no, Roy was, Roy was one of those rare individuals, athletes, top notch athletes who had incredible hand speed, foot speed, power. He had it all. He's like one of those anomalies. Um, Roy hung around like we all do, myself included. Uh, Sometimes we hang around a bit too long. And sometimes we we look at, from afar, look at what's in the ring at the present time. We said we can do that. And uh, we possibly could, but our mind doesn't always go there. In other words, it's the mental stability that we have. Because once you become successful champ, successful flying around the world and this and that, you lose that edge. You lose that that other ah, the tiger, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't get it back. You just can't get it back because you were driven by hunger and by necessity. And now it's just a thing of business. Right. Uh, again, for Roy, you know, Roy became a, a step slower. that guys who, who would catch him normally would not touch him. Um, same thing happened to me in my last uh two, three fights. You lose that edge, man, and those punches start to hurt. you know as you get mm. older, that those punches hurt because just be, just because right they hurt.
4: What were some of your strategies for intimidation? Was it very specific and premeditated, or was a oh, lot of it in the moment?
2: premeditated capital p I, <laughs> I, really when I fought um, hagler?
4: Like in ring or we're talking about Both. press media leading up to Both. the...
2: But, but but there is a process because with Hagler I ne- during the press car, press tour I should say, I never pissed him off. I never said anything thing that would make him enraged, make him mad because I didn't want him to train no, no harder than he was holding <laughs> <that>. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because for boxers, for the most part create an aggression and they train hard in that gym in that training camp, and they just see you. They just focus on you. But so when I got to the podium at each of these press conferences, I would never say anything derogatory about Hagler. I said, you know what, this man is one of the greatest middleweight champions. which <laughs> is true in the world. He's a great father. He's a great. He's a great husband. And he's a philanthropist. He's this. He's that. So, <laughs> so I didn't give him in a room to come get up to the podium and say, "Raise an asshole." I didn't. I didn't create that. So yeah. And then the last thing I did, which was was genius is the fact that I kept saying, you know what, you know, you guys, you know, I think it's disrespectful that you guys don't look at Hagler as being a better boxer than he really is. I said, <laughs> you think he just like, like to go in there and pound on people? He's a better boxer than you guys give him credit for. I think it's a shame. So the last press conference, the last thing that Hagler said, he said, I may surprise everybody. I mean, I'll box Ray. Right. I say, thank you. <laughs> so You've planted that in his head. Oh, just plant a seed, yes. Psychological, strategic, man. Strategic, a strategy, baby.
4: Who's yeah. who's on your Mount Rushmore of boxers? Uh oh. And I'm not gonna put you into just four because I don't want people to try on LeBron yet. Yeah, this is how this. LeBron got in oh, trouble. You slighted so and so, but you know, just give us some names of pe- boxers, past and present, that have always well, without question. wowed you.
2: Muhammad Ali, Sugar Ray Robinson, um. Uh, Bruce Lee. True. Bruce Lee. Yep. Elvis Presley. No, I'm serious. And, uh, and Roy. Yeah. Elvis Presley. You. <laughs> Roy oh,
4: Jr. Oh, no. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> she
2: kind of
1: slipped past
4: you, man. That's how of slipped past you. You huh? put some kung fu in it. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, chat. You got me. That's fine. You didn't that's catch fine. that, man. Yeah, I caught it. I caught it. A little pause there. I'm on your YMCA, <laughs> Mount Rushmore. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. I, I just, it's just so much respect for you and everything that you've done, and what yeah, you continue to, what you continue to do for the sport, even after retiring. Where you know, a lot of athletes, you know, and T.O. I'm sure you can vouch for this, where they just go disappear and just go right. enjoy their money.
2: But you know, I, I tell you, I, it's it's how I was raised. It's 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 me as a guy who's been through uh, quite a bit uh, inside and outside the ring, and a guy who was able to persevere uh, and get up from the knockdowns and, and and be productive and and just try to make an impact, not just in the ring but outside the ring. And uh, you know, life is good, man. Life is really really good. I have a you know four beautiful kids and uh, five grandkids and a wonderful wife and partner and friend and uh and uh life is good man
0: alright All right. hey man well again yeah I, I appreciate you I'm just like uh Alonzo great to be in your presence um you know you've been remarkable we appreciate you taking out the time to, to come on the show and, and and share some knowledge and talk talk a lot of boxing um I know we didn't probably talk about anything outside of that but do you do you watch a lot of uh what other sports do you kind of venture off into like you know you conditioning wise what do you do to stay in shape or if anything what's your outlet you know
2: I'm working out. I still work out I work out you know I try to break a sweat uh, every day you know whether it's 20 minutes uh, of cardio some type of cardio uh, I, although I hate weights, I need weights. you know and I, um, and I try to maintain you know I have this body that I I, I tend to keep uh, uh, just keep keep it managed, you know. Maintenance. Uh, maintenance. There you go. Maintenance. maintenance. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks. Absolutely. And um, it's attitude too. It's attitude. Your attitude about life. I'm, I'm optimistic about everything. Even at my worst times, I think that it's going to be okay. I believe it's going to be okay. Right. And uh, I think that too. <clears throat> That's what makes my life go around.
0: Do you just, any random time, just throw the gloves on and Punch a bag every now and then. Every
2: now, and th- I hit the speed bag and I uh, jump rope and um, um, I hit the big bag. Uh, no one hits me anymore.
3: <laughs> good, thing. good, good, thing. It's a good. You know, bag, it's good. the bag doesn't hit back.
2: Bag, bag does not hit back. But boxing, I tell you, I, I'm glad you asked the question. Uh, but boxing is it, if is the best, if not the best, uh, total body workout. I mean, it's when I was in training camp and uh, you know within that six eight 10 week period the transformation in my body and also in my mind is, was phenomenal
0: awesome alright way man I appreciate you again I know the listeners everybody out there in the laughter world uh, appreciate uh, what you guys have witnessed today and uh, again I just want to thank you for coming, coming to be a, Thanks, be a part of, the, uh, of this Good. at That's time right. out with T.O. show and uh, yeah man yep. appreciate it sugarrayleonard.com last question
4: do you run your own social media are you, do you, you handle the Twitter I'm a, and all I'm that?
2: Looking you right in the eye, yes.
4: Hell yeah. There you yeah. go. I'm going to tweet you right now. Thanks.
1: All right. We got this podcast here. You didn't know it was coming. There's going to be more surprises along the way. Make sure you're subscribed to this show. Go to Getcha Podcast Ready. Subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on SoundCloud, however you want to listen to the show. You never know when it's coming. We got a lot to do. It's the NFL offseason, but you never know when T.O. is going to surprise you with a podcast. That's
0: right. And, you know, I love basketball. Basketball season is full swing. The playoffs are coming up. Hey, you never know. Some of those guys get knocked out. Out of the playoff run, they may be right here. So stay okay. tuned. Every time they go out, you know they bring their hoe out. Every time I go out, you
1: know I bring that flow out.